Welcome to another episode of What's New in Beauty. My name is Nia Lee, and I'm super excited to have you guys here. If you're new to the podcast, this is essentially where I talk about all the new and exciting things happening in the beauty industry and just any topics around beauty that I'm just interested in talking about. So without further ado, let's jump straight into the episode. And I'm super excited that I wanted to want to start off this episode by spotlighting this really dope brand that I came across through my many, many beauty searches. Uh, The name of the brand is called Squigs Beauty, and they're fairly, fairly newly launched. And I love everything about the brand. Like, I'm obsessed. (laughs) I love the packaging. I love how colorful it is. I love how, like, Y2K Gen Z it is. And it really kind of spotlights this interesting world of Ayurvedic, hair oils and tradition and Southeast Asian kind of traditions and everything in relation to that in the sense of the founder, Nikita Chiruza, who's actually a fashion editor at Pop Sugar. She actually, after two months giving, after giving birth after two months, she realized that she was actually experiencing a lot of hair loss to the point where hair was a big part of her identity. And she started to feel devastated and almost insecure about the amount of hair loss that she was actually going through. Um, But then she kind of realized through, you know, obviously giving birth, you know, your body essentially is going through its own transition itself. Um, And she actually said, this This is a quote from the Allure article. I had to give my body time to recover, but hair oiling really helped nourish my brittle hair hair during this time and made it feel stronger. Essentially, Cheruza had actually been tinkering a lot with other ingredients such as Indian gooseberries and Ayurvedic hair oils and masks. And she had always been in this world of you know, essentially kind of doing this tradition, especially in her South Asian household. And so this kind of way of tradition and concocting her own formulas and recognizing that hair oiling was something that she essentially started to incorporate more into her routine, especially as, you know, being a new mom. Uh, She decided to launch her own beauty brand, Squigs, which is actually named after her sister's childhood pet name. Um, And the actual brand itself features two products, the Gooseberry Delight Hair Oil and the Double Shot Face Serum. Very cute packaging. Again, very like Gen Z, Y2K-S. Uh, But what I love about it more than anything, uh, she says here a a direct quote, inspired by traditional Indian hair oiling and the DIY products that were a big part of my childhood, I wanted to make it easier to access non-irritating formulas over the counter. And that's when Squigs essentially this head care uh, brand was born. Um, And she says it's head care, not hair care, because she feels that caring for both the skin on her face and scalp is important. So Definitely check out Squigs Beauty. They're honestly such a dope brand. If you head to their website, head to their Instagram, they're killing it. They're getting press all over the place. And I'm just all the way excited for new brands that are just starting from a place of, you know, in a sense of vulnerability. Like my brand, Oily Skincare, was essentially brought on because I was always feeling insecure about my oily acne prone skin and I really just wanted to create something that was about embracing and taking care of the skin so I love that squigs is very similar into that that it's very personal to Nikita but at the same time it's also about just changing the entire landscape of what the hair care 
or sorry, should I say head care industry is uh, because the skin and the hair are essentially kind of the same thing. As much as we're out here doing 10 step skincare routines uh, for our face, we should also kind of be taking care of our skin as well, too. And again, no 10 step routine for the head, because I think, again, you know, you find a good product and you continuously and you continuously use it and you start to consistently see those results. Uh, But more so than anything, uh, it's definitely a dope brand. Definitely check it out as well, too. Very innovative as well. Uh, A lot of brands if you haven't been noting recently have been really getting into the world of hair care and it's interesting to kind of see how again things are slowly but surely shifting at one point it was makeup at one point it was like foundation lipstick you know blushes uh, even though blushes are having a moment currently right now but it's interesting to see how makeup has now also turned into skincare you know of course serums vitamin C, moisturizers, SPF. Oh my God, the surge of SPF has actually been so crazy. But now to also see hair care, or like I said, head care is such an interesting way of, again, the evolution of where beauty is. And people realizing that, you know, I'll even throw in body care. Everybody is just looking to take care of themselves all around right you know regardless again we're spending all this money and time on products for our face but we're not even really taking care of our body or we're not taking care of our hair or we're not taking care of like other parts you know of our skin right and all of it at the end of the day is skin so check out squigs beauty it's a dope brand to me i think they're doing something really innovative and dope and i love that there's tradition behind it i love that it's intentional and we just love intentional brands over here at what's new beauty i'm just again with all the brands that are launching lately to me I'm kind of just like let's get into the interesting stuff and let's get into things that are actually born out of a necessity and also born to kind of you know again stop the stigma or really to bring awareness to what it's like to deal with hair loss and how you can essentially use those traditions and those things that you've been always using a part of your routine and put them into the forefront and essentially because other women will have that same story as well actually I should cross out women everybody will be dealing with that kind of you know situation with hair loss in some way shape or form so I know so many people are going to resonate with that and like I said check out Squigs Beauty um, and definitely let them know that I sent you so going into our next topic really interesting because this is kind of hitting home for me uh, for this brand uh, Desium so if you guys don't know Desium Probably one of the most notable brands, uh, again, their beauty brand, The Ordinary, is probably what you know them for. You guys don't even probably know the actual company that it comes from. But Desium uh, is the creators of The Ordinary brand, which, if again, if you don't know, The Ordinary has essentially taken over the skincare world. And they kind of also hit the skincare industry on a reset in the sense of like people were, you know, essentially, you know, you have to feel like you have to spend thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars on skincare. But Desium kind of stripped everything back. We're giving, you know, single ingredients in a bottle and everything was essentially under 10 bucks. So that really shifted the beauty industry and the skincare industry in a way that nobody ever fully saw coming. But to me, what the stage of what they're currently doing right now uh, and this news of them shutting down four brands in its portfolio to now focus on The Ordinary is very interesting to me because The Ordinary has always been a topic of discussion, whether people love The Ordinary or they hate The Ordinary. It's it's very, it's very, 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 very in the middle uh, and very, you know, you either love it or hate it. And I say this is also personal to me because I worked at Desium you know, in my past, I worked there for almost two years. And it was interesting to see how many people were like, 
essentially like cult followers of the ordinary to the point where they thought the ordinary was going to like solve all their problems. And in a way it will, but I'll say this as somebody who worked there and obviously had used the products in the past, uh, you know, the ordinary works as much as you use it. So of course you can re up on $5 serums and $6 serums and $7 serums at any point in time because they're very affordable. But the thing with the ordinary is if you stop using the products, they will stop working. So in a way, it kind of becomes this essential like hamster wheel of you consistently buying product. But if it's affordable, I mean, again, you buy 10 serums and it doesn't even equal 50 bucks. So it's all an interesting world of, again, capitalism and beauty and people thinking, you know, they're getting the best of the best when it's just, you know, it's a simple ingredient, neither here nor there. But we're also in a time now where everybody wants things simple. So They announced on their ninth birthday that essentially they are going to be closing four of its smaller brands to focus on its hero business, The Ordinary. The company will wind down the operations of HIF, which is actually their their hair care line. And when I worked there, HIF was always something that they said at one time that they were going to be reformulating and like make it better. And I think I don't think they did because The Ordinary actually came out with hair care recently. And so sad to see HIF go because I always loved HIF. My boyfriend as well, too, loved the uh, HIF product, <laughs> the hydration CEO, I believe it was called. Great product, solid. Uh, they're also going to be closing down Hylamide, which again, which is another brand under the Decium family and if you aren't familiar it's the very colorful uh packaging where there's like the blues and the bright pinks and the greens and so on and so forth so they're going to be closing down hylamide hylamide was always looked at as like the step up from the ordinary so if you love what the ordinary products are doing but you want products that do multiple things at the same time then hylamide was always the next step um abnormally i don't think i remember abnormally uh completely but i remember again it was a brand that they kind of were like, oh, let's like talk about Abnomaly a little bit and let's, you know, essentially, uh, you know, put it was always something that was spoken about, but we didn't exactly know what it was. And I'm on the website currently right now and it looks like it's the room fragrance, which again, when I worked at Decium and we had to spray the stores everybody was always like what's that scent what's that scent do you sell that scent so on and so forth and I just thought it was always so interesting I was like why are you guys so obsessed with this scent it's like super basic but neither here nor there oh and they're gonna also be closing the chemistry brand which if you aren't aware Decium actually I believe started the brand off of the back of this hand repair cream I believe it was in this really kind of cute pink bottle cute and pink white bottle it's called hand chemistry and it was always about like anti-aging of the hands because I guess no other brand had been focusing on that and so they're going to be closing this brand again one of these things if like if you weren't really actively going to Decium you wouldn't really know what these brands are but again because I work there I'm aware of it like they had a deodorant um they also had intimate care They had a glow oil, again, a lot of lotions. Oh my God, I remember hyaluronic concentrate. I remember that. Oh my God, so much. This is like bringing back so many memories. But yes, they're going to be closing HIF, Hyalamide, Abnomaly, and the chemistry brand, selling remaining products until they're sold out. The Ordinary, Decium's most successful brand, and Neod, which again, Neod is like the top level of what Decium has to sell. Like again, like if you're using the products in that line, one, you're bougie. (laughs) One, you can afford it because like, 
the products in Neod, the ingredients are just at the highest level. Uh, again, they said that the business, uh, the business's high-end skincare range will continue operation. So this is very interesting to know that they're just essentially focusing on most successful brand, which is the ordinary, but then also the brand that definitely brings in a lot of coins for them, but then also you know, is very kind of like low maintenance kind of sells itself. Whereas Neod, you know, again, Neod, I, you know, again, as somebody who worked there and used the products, I loved all the Neod products. Like I was always trying to put, put people onto Neod, but at the same time, it's definitely like one serum's like 60 bucks, but <laughs> it's a great serum. It's, it's awesome. It is very, very awesome. Uh, and then they have a direct quote here and I'm reading this article off of Beauty Matter, by the way, they said, as we turn nine and move towards completing Decium's first decade, we are refocusing our attention on science first functional skincare. Neod will always be our platform for pushing the limits of science in skincare and the ordinary will continue to raise communication and price integrity in the beauty industry, which I love that they said that because it shows to me that they are aware of the impact that they have on their community and also on their consumers because they are aware that coming up to their first decade that they want to push the limits of science with Neod in the sense of like there's a lot of ingredients, there's a lot of products that you would probably never see anywhere else. And that's truly what makes Decium kind of admirable or admirable, I should say, because they continuously want to create things and innovate in a way that other brands are innovating or how other brands are innovating, but are so far in the future and let's just say so expensive that they're not very accessible, right? I believe Decium sells at Sephora. And so there's still, you know, an easier barrier there. You're still able to try out certain products. And then of course you can also buy their products on their website as well too. And even though Neod is essentially like their more, you know, high end platform, it's still not as expensive as certain products from like, you know, a La Mer or a Sunday Riley or uh, Dr. Dennis Gross. Like they still kind of have like a little bit of a affordability, you know, esque to it. But at the same time, they know that Neod is for pushing the limits of science where the ordinary is really about you know, essentially kind of going viral, raising that communication, as they like to call it. That's a fun way of saying like trying to go viral or trying to like be the talk of topic of conversation. Uh, but then also that price integrity, which is really, really interesting, because like I said, when they came into the game and were charging like six bucks for niacinamide and zinc, everybody was having a heart attack. One, they didn't know what niacinamide and zinc was. But at the other hand, the other catalyst to that was I can't even believe that a company is selling an ingredient on its own. And this is how much it cost. Right. And I'm sure there's other stuff to go into it as well, too, in terms of like, you know, the exact cost of certain ingredients and so on and so forth. But Decium really made it easy for people, one, to understand ingredients. Like prior to working there, I had no idea about certain ingredients. Now I have a full extension, you know, not full, I should say, but I have knowledge enough about these ingredients that I can go into other spaces and go to a Sephora and go to a, a Shoppers, for example. Shout out to Canada, Shoppers. <laughs> for some of y'all, it might be Ulta, you know, it might be Target. I can go in and be an informed buyer because now I can look for certain ingredients that I learn from using the products in the ordinary and also working at Decium. So again, I think this is very interesting. I think it's very, you know, smart also because at the same time, like why are we going to sit here and focus on other brands that are, you know, essentially aren't kind of making us money or when people come to the store, they're not really interested in the other brands, right? They're interested in the ordinary. They want to stock up on the ordinary 
And like I said, The Ordinary just came out with hair care the other day. So, I mean, they, they had a hair serum. I remember that, you know, was a big deal and a lot of people loved it. But now they've come out with shampoo. They've come out with conditioner. And so now they're looking to really lean into The Ordinary because they know everybody and their mom loves it. So them leaning into that, recognizing that as well, too. And then saying at the end of the day that, like, we know we're coming up to our 10 years and we need to prioritize certain things is admirable. And it's probably hard as well, too, because, again, the founder of the company, Brandon, you know, he had all these visions and all these ideas about products and certain things like that. Um, and, you know, again, his untimely death and how everything came to be, you know, the, the brand itself had to go in a different direction and they had to understand, like, what is our thing? Like, what do people go to us for? They go to us for simple, straightforward, affordable, affordable skincare products, you know, that are going to help them with their skin. But we also want to push the envelope with our products as well, too, and provide them with things that maybe they've never been able to see before. And so all together... Finishing off uh, the quote here, they said this new approach will power us to do more of what we what we love or what you love while allowing us the space to innovate with new brands in the future, which, you know, like I said, Desium is very innovative. So I can I could see them in 2020, you know, maybe towards the end of 2022, going into 2023, coming out with something new and something dope and very innovative. Who knows? It might be under the ordinary, but I could totally see them again coming out with some other dope brands in the future. Uh, They said, as our little company has grown, we've discovered that focus is absolutely necessary in order to give brands the love they deserve. And this is also a really interesting thing to note as well, too, is that when you have a beauty brand and you realize the thing that's working for you, instead of trying to fight it, just kind of lean into it and also refocus. Because I think at the end of the day as well, too, when people are aware that, you know, you have a certain brand or you have a certain product that's like a household name, they're really interested in kind of just, again, knowing you for that. And instead of trying to come up with something new, you know, or try to force something else on you know, some, and you know, another, another customer, let's just say the best idea is to refocus and then to also ask yourself, okay, what should we be doing going forward? Should we be leaning more into the ordinary? Should we be leaning into more, you know, should we lean more into Neod? Should we create something that's like, again, this in between, but I don't know. I just think the whole thing is, is smart, but then at the same time as well too, it'll be interesting to see what else they come out with in the ordinary, because again, Uh, In 2022, they actually made the announcement that they're going to be raising the prices on the ordinary products to sustain the business. Um, And they said they wanted to tell its consumers in advance so they would stock up on products at the current price uh, for two weeks. So again, Decium is really, again, for the most part, transparent in a lot of the things that they do. I remember when, uh, you know, when Estee Lauder became a majority owner in Decium, (laughs) in 2017 it definitely changed the landscape of certain people's ideas of the brand and so on and so forth but as all brands start out like the goal is not to always be small the goal is to expand and be big because you want to be able to reach as many people as possible and so it just seems to me that Desium's just getting to a point where we need to innovate we need to grow we need to focus our energy on the things that's making us probably the most coins but at the same time how do we do it in a way that's still, you know, lets people know that we're about integrity, we're about science, we're about innovation. And so them announcing it, I think it's smart. I think it's it's super duper dope. And 
again, as somebody who used to work there, I mean, you know, I've got my qualms about it as everybody does for any company they work for. But what I will say is they were definitely the brand that put me on to certain ingredients, put me on to how the industry, you know, can inflate certain prices and, you know, they can be around for years and years and years and years and years and still be so outdated with everything that they do. But I will say so far, Desium has been a very innovative brand. And to me, it seems like them closing this down. And so that like, again, they can refocus, but then also come up with other interesting projects and other things that they want to do. So shout out to Desium for making that big decision. I'm sure, you know, it wasn't, you know, easy, uh, especially with closing down those brands, because there are people who probably love those brands. But again, they'll have time to stock up on them because once they're sold out, they're sold out and let that be that. So all that being said, though, let's jump into our last topic. You guys know I love talking about celebrity beauty brands, right? Right? <laughs> uh, but more so than anything, uh, the newest celebrity beauty brand on the block, I'm not going to talk about Gwen Stefani because, you know, I'm not. But I wanted to talk about Hailey Bieber's road skincare brand, uh, which she announced uh, this week or actually last week that she was going to be launching the brand. Everybody is excited about it. There seemed to be a little bit of a rollout situation because I've been seeing videos of her here and there. If you go on her YouTube channel as well, too, she's got a couple videos on there talking about her skincare routine, how she gets ready for bed, how she does skin prep. Again, these videos have like two million, four million views like it's absolutely insane. Um, But again, she's essentially going to set to drop road beauty i think it's gonna be called road beauty or Ro- i think it's just gonna be just gonna be called road actually and it's set to drop this summer um and essentially it's funny because i've read articles and she is like aware that everybody's tired of beauty brands <laughs> so i find that really interesting that as much as she's aware of that she's also creating one but this is what i always think right when celebrities start beauty brands I always ask myself, where is this coming from? Like, have you been into skincare? Have you been into beauty? What's kind of your background? Because we see it all the time with celebrities, again, that do the beauty brand thing. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, right? I was having a conversation with my friend, shout out to Chelsea, and we were having a discussion about like how when Rihanna came onto the scene with Fenty, it's like she was so successful with that. And I say it because like, as somebody, again, who like bought the Fenty Foundation when it launched, I am aware that like when Rihanna came up with this brand that she was really putting a stamp on 40 foundations, no negotiations on that. Let's also show different ethnicities and different people in our ads, because as much as brands, you know, because the 40 foundation thing wasn't innovative in the sense of like other brands had had other like, you know, huge ranges of foundation. Mac, Make It Forever, uh, you know, brands had been around that had had that type of range. But it wasn't until Fenty essentially said that, hey, we're going to start putting these individuals like we're not just going to show you one shade in the ads. We're going to show you all the shades. So you're aware of all of it. And as soon as she did that, it like really ignited everybody and nobody had seen that. So I think that was also like she was at a really good spot and it was innovative enough for her to do that. Now, the 40 Foundation thing is a stamp like essentially like that's a staple like that's what everybody's doing right now but I also think as well too we're in a time where like everybody's super into skincare like again when Fenty launched everybody was still super duper into makeup now everybody's into skincare so seeing Hailey Bieber now 
get into skincare is interesting because to me it seems that skincare has been something that she I guess has been interested in as again being a well-known model and I had no idea she uh was 25 years old absolutely insane we're literally the same age (laughs) um but again uh so I'm reading this article off of Lifestyle Asia it said that after a whole lot of buildup, Hailey Bieber launched Road, which marks her debut in this lucrative area, in this lu- lucrative arena. And I will say this, beauty industry, billion dollars, probably trillion dollars at this point. The amount of money in the beauty industry is absolutely insane. But what I will say this as well, too, the amount of celebrities launching these brands, I want to see in the last like two or three years, it's literally been every other month. And I mentioned Gwen Stefani because I recently saw that she launched a brand. And I guess you could say that, like, again, I've heard comparisons of, like, people who used to, like, do the perfume thing is now are now doing, like, the makeup thing. And that's, you know, the industry that we're in. I was actually just talking to a friend about uh, Harry Styles uh, beauty brand the other day because I'm like, all these people are getting into beauty. And it's just really interesting to see how, like celebrities are like really you know saying to themselves we want to start a beauty brand and we want to be in this quote-unquote lucrative arena and it's no longer oh I just want to be in a cover girl ad or in a L'Oreal ad or whatever it may be it's like no I want a piece of this pie so I mean celebrities right they're gonna do what's gonna be in their best interest to make some coin and you know especially if they have that influence for sure which Miss Haley Bieber does which I was super duper shocked that like 42.6 million followers insane and then also on the road Instagram she already has 142,000 followers no posts no nothing just a link in the bio that like brings people to like you know the coming soon page where you can like add your email in I'd be interested to see how many people add their email to that because I'm sure it's tons But to me, again, I just think it's super duper interesting that she's entering into the space. She broke the silence. She did this whole kind of rollout with like her face touching to, you know, a donut, a glazed donut. I guess like that's what people kind of say that her skin kind of looks like or that's what she's kind of putting out into the world. My my acne, the acne on my face is going crazy because the donut on the face is insane. (laughs) Uh, But I get it. She's trying to do this like glazed donut kind of thing. Um... And she announced it to her followers. Everybody went crazy. Um, And again, going back to this article, after gushing over her glammed up aura, one can spot the caption indicating her launch in the month of June. According to several beauty handles, Hailey Bieber's road sure seems to grant us access to a plush range of serums, moisturizers, and more. The line supposedly aims at a more affordable platform as compared to fellow skincare brands, Road aims at setting sights on natural beauty with hydration at its core. So all around, it seems to me that this brand is going to be very simple, very straightforward, basic, if you will. Like, again, not super duper familiar with Hailey Bieber. So, you know, definitely correct me if I'm wrong. But to me, again, she's just giving very pretty model girl aesthetic And that's essentially what this brand is going to be. But then when I think about it, there's brands already that kind of fit this mold. There's Glossier, there's Rose Inc., there is Merit Beauty. Like there's already beauty brands that already kind of fit this world. But again, a lot of them 
they focus on like skincare makeup hybrid stuff. So it's like lip oils, but they have nourishing ingredients in them. Or it's like primers, but it has like, you know, an ingredient that also helps with like skin barrier protection. Like it's very interesting to see how a lot of these brands have like, again, found this beautiful merge between like skincare and beauty or skincare and makeup, I should say. So it'll be interesting to see if like Haley comes out the gate just kind of doing or even like Refi Beauty, for example. Right. Which like they don't really have any skincare stuff, but I could see. And that brand is from, um insta model model beauty guru jess hunt who has like these very noticeable uh not noticeable but like notable like beautiful fluffy brows which she started uh, her brand i believe it was two years ago now gone to sephora so on and so forth i mean could i see road being in sephora i mean i wouldn't be surprised if there's a pipeline towards it or like a pipeline towards ulta for example because if she's going the more affordable route ulta is typically where people go for that affordable kind of beauty skincare vibe so it'll be really interesting to see where she rolls out of of course, she's definitely going to be selling on her website, but I'm just really interested to kind of see what this is going to be. Like, is it going to be the serums? Is it going to be the moisturizers? Is it going to be like a beauty makeup hybrid thing? Because she has that whole like no makeup makeup look down pat. And especially because like even in the photo here where she's like attached, you know, she's you know, she has the glazed donut. It's giving glow she's giving us like some neck. Right. Maybe there might be some body stuff as well, too, because body is what everybody is super duper into now. So I'm really interested to kind of see what goes, you know, what's the rollout for for Road, And then also, wh- what, like, what route will she go? Will she go the, I'm a celebrity, so, like, I'm going to do all my advertisements? Or will I bring in my other celebrity friends? Will I be sending PR packages to other influencers that fall in this range uh will we be doing obviously some sort of a launch event you know will this how affordable is it really going to be Haley? like that's really what i'm interested in because again these 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 people love to talk about affordable but like 20 dollars or 30 dollars for like a moisturizer is not affordable <laughs> i don't know like that's just kind of like my thought process and then if you're gonna buy multiple products you're going to spend a hundred bucks easy and like, that's okay. But again, you've got to re up on those products like every two to three months, right? Cause that's typically how a lot of the beauty skincare world works. So it'll be really interesting to see how this all goes down. It's, it's, you know, she's set to launch in the month of June, set to be affordable, set to be focused on natural beauty uh, with hydration at its core, which again, a lot of people are talking about, you know, hyaluronic acid is always a topic of discussion, but it'll be interesting to see, like, does she go basic? Does she go with the same basic ingredients that like everybody and their mom knows, like hyaluronic acid, like vitamin C, like niacinamide? Or does she come to the table with like something new and innovative with these ingredients, right? If you're going to make a moisturizer, like, have like have it have a different ingredient that we haven't heard about you know what I mean like I actually saw recently uh that she shared that she loved using the Elta MD sunscreen and Elta MD I believe you can find it's affordable ish you can find it at like Ulta and I believe you can find it at Walmart in the states and or maybe in Canada as well too I'm not fully aware y'all I I use sunscreen from a black owned beauty brand so neither here nor there But I'm really interested to kind of see, you know, even if she does launch SPF, like that'll be a really interesting way to kind of see how it all comes together. But more so than anything, I mean, it's another celebrity beauty brand. Are we excited about it? Are we not? I'll be interested to hear what you guys have to say about that one. And again, her admitting that she knows that 
you know, she's tired of everybody. You know, she she's aware that everybody hates the celebrity beauty brand thing. She knows that she's putting another one out there. So it'd be interesting to see if she like goes really, really celeb celeb ish with this one. Like, for example, a brand that doesn't really rely so heavily on the celeb stuff is, I guess, REM Beauty, which is Ariana Grande's beauty line. Like I've found that brand to be really ingrained in the influencer world. Like she sent PR packages to influencers. She made everything very influencer centric so that even when you go on the Instagram, you can see that like everything is still very like uh, influencer based. Like it's still, you know, there's not much Ariana-esque kind of stuff that's coming through. That's just me, though. That's kind of where I'm at with it all, because at this point, when celebrities launch beauty brands, it's like, what are they doing that's different? Like, how are they trying to innovate? How are they trying to do something different that hasn't been done? And so, again, yeah, like I'm on REM Beauty's page. A lot of their stuff is very, yeah, there's you got the photos of Ariana for the new launches. But again, she still very much focuses on other influencers and showing them. So, I love it. I mean, I'm into it. I'll be interested to see how Haley, Haley Bieber's road skincare line, you know, comes about and what people are saying and the hints that she drops. I'm actually following the road Instagram, so I'll definitely keep y'all updated. But without further ado, y'all, hopefully you enjoyed this episode of What's You in Beauty. Of course, comment and let me know your thoughts on everything. And I am super duper excited to come back to y'all with some more exciting beauty news for next week's episode.